Daniel, the sixth chapter, and I'm reading from verse one all the way to the end again today. And this time, I'm reading the easy to read version. Darius thought it would be a good idea to choose 120 satraps to rule throughout his kingdom. He chose three men to rule over the 120 satraps. Daniel was one of the three supervisors. The king put these men in this position to keep anyone from cheating him. And Daniel proved himself to be a better supervisor than any of the others. He did this by his good character and great ability. And the king was so impressed with Daniel that he planned to make him ruler over the whole kingdom. But when the other supervisors and the satraps heard about this, they were very jealous. They tried to find reasons to accuse Daniel. So they watched what Daniel did as he went about doing the business of the government. But they could not find anything wrong with him. So they could not accuse him of doing anything wrong. Daniel was a man people could trust. He did not cheat the king and he worked very hard. Finally, they said, we will never find any reason to accuse Daniel of doing something wrong. So we must find something to complain about that is connected to the law of his God. So the two supervisors and the satraps went as a group to the king and they said, King Darius, live forever. The supervisors, prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed on something. We think that the king should make this law and that everyone must obey. For the next 30 days, whoever prays to any god or man except you, king, will be thrown into the lion's den. Now, king, make the law and sign the paper it is written on so that it cannot be changed because the laws of the Medes and Persians cannot be cancelled or changed. So King Darius made the law and signed it. Daniel always prayed to God three times every day. Three times every day. He bowed down on his knees to pray and praise God. And even though Daniel heard about the new law, he still went to his house to pray. He went up to the upper room of his house and he opened the windows that faced towards Jerusalem. Then Daniel bowed down on his knees and prayed just as he always had done. Then the supervisors and satraps went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. So they went to the king and talked to him about the law he had made. And they said, King Darius, you signed a law that says for the next 30 days, anyone who prays to any God or man except you, the king, would be thrown into the lion's den. You did sign that law, didn't you? The king answered, yes, I signed that law. And the law of the Medes and Persians cannot be canceled or changed. Then they said to the king, that man, Daniel, is not paying any attention to you. He's one of the captives from Judah, and he's not paying attention to the law you signed. Daniel still prays to his God three times every day. The king became very sad and upset when he heard this. He decided to save Daniel. He worked until sunset, trying to think of a way to save him. Then the men went as a group to the king and said to him, Remember, king, that the law of the Medes and Persians say that no law or command signed by the king can ever be cancelled or changed. So King Darius gave the order. They brought Daniel and threw him into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, May the God you serve save you. A big rock was brought and put over the opening of the lion's den. Then the king used his ring and put his seal on the rock. He also used the rings of his officials and put their seals on the rock. This showed that no one could move that rock and bring Daniel out of the lion's den. Then King Darius went back to his house. He did not eat that night 
He did not want anyone to come and entertain him. He could not sleep all night. The next morning, King Darius got up just as it was getting light and ran to the lion's den. He was very worried. When he got to the lion's den, he called to Daniel. He said, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God been able to save you from the lion's den? You always serve your God. And Daniel answered, King, live forever. My God sent his angel to save me. The angel closed the lion's mouth. The lions have not hurt me because my God knows I am innocent. I never did anything wrong to you, King. King Darius was very happy. He told his servants to lift Daniel out of the lion's den. And when Daniel was lifted out of the den, they did not find any injury on his body. The lions did not hurt Daniel because he trusted in his God. Then the king gave a command to bring the men who had accused Daniel to the lion's den. The men, their wives and children were thrown into the lion's den and the lions grabbed them before they hit the floor. The lions ate their bodies and then <laughs> chewed on their bones. Then King Darius wrote this letter to all the people from other nations and language groups all around the world. Greetings. I am making a new law. This law is for people in every part of my kingdom. All of you must fear and respect the God of Daniel. Daniel's God is the living God. He lives forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed. His rule will never end. God helps and saves people. He does amazing miracles in heaven and on earth. He saved Daniel from the lions. So Daniel was successful during the time Darius was king and when Cyrus the Persian was king. Bible before breakfast, Mildred King Sukongo here. I'm sure you're wondering why I read such a long passage to you this morning. But wasn't it so good? My God. I don't think I could have done that much justice to telling you this story. And I know that it's a story that most of us have heard. So I really wanted us to read it because a lot of times we can get too familiar with the word, too familiar with narratives in the word, too familiar with characters in the Bible that sometimes we don't even really think about all the circumstances surrounding what happened and the end result of what happened. And those are the two things I really wanted you to see. I wanted you to see what led up to Daniel being thrown into the lion's den and what happened after. Now, Daniel was so excellent. Daniel had such a strong relationship with God. So it wasn't just about God coming to him. It was a sustained relationship. It was an intimate one. It was such a strong love relationship that Daniel didn't care about dying. He wasn't concerned about what people were saying. He lived for an audience of one. Yes, there came a law that anyone who prayed to anyone else would be thrown into the lion's den. But did Daniel care? Of course not. Because Daniel had superior relationship. Now, God was the one making Daniel so excellent. It was God that was making Daniel stand out. It was God that was making Daniel so good at being a leader that the king was planning to put him in charge of everyone else. And it was jealousy that got him to that place, that he tricked the king into making a law, knowing that the laws of Persia and Medes could not be changed, could not be altered, could not be canceled. They knew. And so they went to the king and tricked him. And the king found out that there was nothing he could do. He tried all night, but there was nothing he could do. 
So Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. Listen, there may be times in your life where you are wrongly accused for doing good. Let me tell you, that is when God even visits the most. This time he was thrown into a lion's den and the angel of God appeared and shut the lion's mouth and they lay beside Daniel, had a good night's rest, every one of them. And in the morning, the king ran there and called out to Daniel, Daniel, was your God able to save you? I mean, you always serve your God. So even the king was believing on his behalf. And Daniel answered and said, my God sent his angel to save me. Listen, I pray that that will be your testimony throughout this week. That in difficult situations, you will recognize that God is able to send his angel. That you will be confident the way Daniel was confident. And the angel stops the lions from hurting you. He said, because my God knows that I'm innocent. Can you say that? Can you say that I have lived with a pure heart before God? If you can, I can guarantee you that God will always show up for you. Always, always show up for you. And you see, the beauty of this entire story wasn't just that the people who did what they did to Daniel got what was coming to them. I mean, they were punished. But I think the most beautiful thing is found in verse 25 all the way down. The Bible tells us that King Darius wrote a letter to all the people from every nation, every tribe. And he made a new law that from today, the God of Daniel must be feared and respected. And he became a prophet instantly. He began to declare that Daniel's God is a living God. He began to declare that he lives forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed. His rule will never end. He said this is a God that helps and saves people. He does amazing miracles. This is a king who was supposed to be an unbeliever. Because of Daniel's confidence in God, because of Daniel's obedience and his sustained relationship with God, the king became a believer and a prophet. And the Bible tells us that from that point on, Daniel was successful. Not just in King Darius' time, but even when Cyrus the Persian was king. Listen to me. Let your heart be confident in this, that whenever you are faced with trouble for doing right, God will send you an angel to deliver you. Because his word says that he will give his angels charge over you, lest you dash your foot against the stone, and they will deliver you from every trap. This was a trap that was set for Daniel, but God delivered him. And at the end of the day, it brought glory to God. I pray for you today that your walk with God will bring him glory. Your resolve to serve God in the face of challenge will cause you to have divine visitations from God that will cause other people to begin to serve you. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible Before Breakfast with Mildred Kingsley. International Word of Faith Conference is here. Join us physically at David's Christian Center 
at the island or mainland branch, visit at DCC Lagos or at DCC Island on Instagram for more info or join us online, David's Christian Center on YouTube or at DCC Island or at DCC Lagos on Instagram and Facebook. What's better than a week of back-to-back -back word feasting? See you!